You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Very good evening to you. Um, welcome to Friday Conversations. Um, I'm delighted to be with Alan this evening. Uh, if you're new to it, my name's Clive. Um, and we're continuing the series uh, looking at the book Blessed, Broken, Given. Uh, which takes a lot of his teaching from the the Lord's table, the breaking of bread, um, and we're going to be looking. What where are we're, we at this evening, Alan? <laughs> we're in chapter nine. And we're in chapter nine for, for one another. <laughs> for one. So last week um, they were talking about uh, for the love of Jesus, and this week it's for one another, uh, expressing the love of God for one another. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, very briefly, it very leads on very easily from last week's topic. Yeah. It's an interesting topic. I know one or two people have found this one a um, struggle to get through. Yes. But um, if you persevere with it, mm-hmm. it does all fall into place. And basically, it is literally that, all about living our lives for one another. For one another. Um, as always, we do invite your uh, comments on the live chat. Um, questions, comments, agreements, disagreements, uh, your own experience. Um, we are talking about, at, at times this evening, sharing a meal together, um, and we'll be referring to various meals uh, throughout the, the evening. But um, just as, a, as, as an opening question, write it in any time. Have you ever been at a very special meal? And when I say special, I don't mean because of the quality of the food, but the, the company that you've been in. And, if there's time, I might give an illustration or two. But uh, memorable meals where it was the company, um, and we, we might well talk about yeah, that. It fits in neatly with the theme of the book, which is yes. um, <laughs> using the bread, of course, blessed, yeah. broken, yes. and given. So shall we, shall we start? We, we can indeed. As I said, looking at this particular chapter, it, it did cause me a little bit of difficulty at first, but once I've read it through several times, um, then it began to make more sense. And the first part of the book, of this chapter, goes back to old, old, isn't, uh, olden times. Yes, that's 250 right. 250 years yes. AD. Yes. The time, at that time, the church was coming under the Roman Empire and was being oppressed. And the theme of the chapter, go, or that part of the chapter, talks about how Christians deal with adversity. Yes. Um, how do we as Christians deal with adversity? And uh, today there are Christians suffering comparable persecution, something that we personally well, don't know anything about. Well, we're talking about that in a couple of those talks that you've done with the, the, with the charity with workers. The charities. Yeah. Um, but yes, historically we're talking about people really uh, being tortured, losing their life. Yeah. That was the sort of persecution that they were... That's right. Uh, then one of the things that they had an archbishop there who turned, tried to turn things around yes. and did so by saying to the Christians, it's all about how you lead your life and you can lead your life by example. And he picked up on this one that's often, that is actually quoted in the Bible, love thy enemies as you would yourself. That can be, that can be a struggle. <laughs> yes. So why? Well, we, because uh, it, somewhere Jesus makes a comparison. If if you love only those who love you, what is that, that reward? What well, is your that's reward? That's right. Yeah. But to love your enemies who may not reciprocate that probably won't. Probably won't. You won't get anything in return. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. by loving your enemies, what you're effectively doing is showing in their, that day the pagans 
that you can actually live a, a Christian life mm -hmm. and by example yes. demonstrate and to people that a different way of life. And, and it would tie in theologically, yeah. although uh, the unbelievers wouldn't get it, but uh, as Christians we know, it, it, somewhere in the Bible it says, when we were enemies, God loved us. Yeah. When we were his enemies. So, Absolutely. So we're, we're mirroring the quality, the, 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 the characteristics of God's love yeah. when we're sacrificially giving to others who you know, may have treated us and probably have treated us very, very badly. badly. Yeah. Yes. If, can I quote just yeah. quickly from Glenn's book? As hard as it may have been after terrifying times of persecution, the Christians in Carthage took their bishop's word to heart. They cared for one another, even the people they struggled to embrace in their own congregations. It's an interesting one comment there. Yes. Their love spilled out into the world as they cared for the outsiders who were suffering, and it changed everything. Uh, moreover, because Christians cared not only for other Christians, but also for pagans, the surviving pagans were eyewitness to the courage and compassion of the Christians. The people of the church in Carthage allowed themselves to be given yes. for one another and for the world around them. And because of it, Christianity spread and the church grew. We're living our lives by example. Yes, yes. That's what I've set on, on my yes, notes on absolutely. here. Setting example. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're just echoing what the teaching of Jesus uh, and, and what the Bible says, that do not repay evil for evil, ah. but overcome evil with Goodness, absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, and actually you triumph over evil by a magnanimous expression of goodness and love. Yeah. Which, we know the theory, don't we? Oh. <laughs> it, and it's sometimes difficult. It, it is difficult. I'm going to quote, I, just give me the opportunity, I've warned Verity that I'm going to quote her from last week. The, one of the things that was said last week was the context, p people want things f coming to church this was. Uh, people wanting things from a life that focused on what they wanted and how their own needs were met. Yes. Whereas Christian life really should be evidenced by people um, who are giving. They come, come, this yes. is Fiona now. The point of coming together as a church is to serve each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. And out of love for each other and love for Jesus. Yes, yes. Uh, particularly in a, in a culture where we're being, being bombarded often with the idea that we've got to be self-centered, it's me time, it's about yeah. my emotions, my feelings. Very much so in the 21st century. Absolutely, and yeah. the, the ethos of the, of the Christian life and the church is actually, it's not about me. It's, no, it, it, it's about, well, it's about the Lord and about other people. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And, and living life that is, is, is not always easy. So it is for one another, for one it's an, not that, for myself. That, that's the whole, <laughs> the whole point of this particular chapter, <laughs> Absolutely. is the for one another. It is, yes. when you, Once you get your grip around it, it will suddenly make sense, it did for me anyway, Yes. in reading it. Yes. Uh, so that was the opening part of it. Yes. It goes on then to parties and patients, and the yes. meals that you alluded to. Yes. Have we had a new response yet? Yeah, well, uh, Maggie has, has put in, Ma Maggie, you're a faithful writer <laughs> on the Friday Conversations, that's really good. But Maggie's written in and said that uh, we recently had a lovely meal with our friends in Western Supermare. It was a celebration of a wedding anniversary, but it was the first time we saw the family, our close friends, for over three years. And, and there is something, it, it, it's part of, the, of, of our human habits, is it? We love to share a meal with people. Mm. It, it, it makes the occasion. Yeah. 
like we did on Sunday in church. Well, I think the su last Sunday was an excellent example yes. of the whole church coming together, working for each other, yes, yeah. and, and everybody enjoying a, a good time. Absolutely. I thought it worked very well. Yes. But, but we're, we're talking about learning patience in, in that yeah. context. Yeah. And, um, Jesus was often criticised for the for the number of meals and parties he went to, didn't he? he, he uh, some at one point they called him a drunkard and a glutton because <laughs> he, he was known <laughs> to be at the party and enjoying good food. But he was criticised because he did that with tax collectors and sinners. Mm. Uh, when he called Levi, who was in the culture an outcast because he was a tax collector Levi obviously had substantial money because he threw a large banquet but within that people criticize Jesus because he's associating with the the marginalized the outcast and just sitting down and having a meal with them and, and I think Glenn goes on and talks about a par similar yeah. party in in yeah. this chapter as yes, well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, you talking about the context of patience there yes yes and, uh, um, I think he, in, in, the, in the book he's talking about a gathering of large number of people meeting at a campfire. Yeah. You've only got one fire, yeah. uh, children getting in the way, spelling ketchup down themselves and so on and so forth. Well, um, I, I me, think that's true of any family, well like the large Christmas family trying to do Christmas yeah. dinner in a kitchen. <laughs> well I did watch on Sunday last that there was some chaos in the, in the kitchen if I remember right. <laughs> Patience needs determination. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think it, the, the mm -hmm. two often go together without yeah. people realizing that yes. determination and patience go hand in hand. Absolutely. You yeah. don't walk away. You don't no, walk no, out. No. You, you keep persevering. I, I, well, and, and about patience, you know, it's the old adage, Lord, give me patience. Mm -hmm. Well, he actually puts you in a situation which is challenging. Yeah. You might be sitting at the table with people who aren't your peers or are from your social network. And be, and you may be even uncomfortable with you them. You may be even uncomfortable with You might even find that they, at one point they, you, they were your adversary, mm. you know, and now you're sitting down at the table. Certainly in the early church, um, there were people who would have been the opposition who became Christians, and then they're sitting down together in fellowship yeah. at the Lord's table, or maybe even just having a meal together. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, again, it's, it's about coming together, uh, about giving of ourselves yes. and blessing one another and get, um, seeing what other people can get out of it rather yeah. than what we as what, individuals get out of it. Absolutely. Um, th there's, a, there's a phrase here, I, I don't know if... Um, in, this, in this particular area? Yes, yes. Um, oh, like here, we your, here we go. You'd like to keep I, your book neat and trim. Mine's... <laughs> Nice cover with red ink I, and top marking. Um, <laughs> let, let me read this. Early Christians developed the habit of patience through their worship and practices. They had become people that learned to take the long view. Mm. They weren't after quick dramatic impact. They weren't trying to make big splashes, hit the headlines and all that sort of stuff. They didn't even launch evangelism campaigns. Instead, it was their steadfast witness, their patient persistence, and that, he's put this in, in quotes, um, their long obedience in the same direction. Yeah. I like that. I've got it t heavily top marked in oh, mind. Right. Led to other people being drawn to them yes. because of the way they portrayed yes. themselves. Yes, 
Yes, persistence, long, long obedience. With this is yeah. this is what we're about. This is what what we're doing, and we're going to keep going. This long obedience. It's not looking direction. for the quick fix. It's realizing that sometimes results come no. a long time after. Yes, whatever yeah. the process is that you've started. A absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a few more comments. Can I just pause please, and, and see, where, see where we're going to? Okay. Uh, oh, there's lots of comments. Okay. Okay. Um, d d Oh. Um, just about meals, people yeah. giving illustrations of meals. Uh, Verity says, I thoroughly enjoyed sharing meals with my family in South Africa, as it was a wonderful time of getting to know them. Uh, and also our large family gatherings always involve food and our precious times. Uh, food is always a way of bringing people together and building community. That's so true. Um, Fiona has written, in October, I spent over three hours having lunch with an old friend I hadn't seen for 21 years. Uh, needless to say, the food wasn't the point. No. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the food's sometimes the excuse. The excuse, yes. But yeah. the food's got to be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joan, Joan has okay, commented, okay. I was just thinking about our family get-togethers around Nick Campfire. Yes, we do. We often meet up What's at the Secret Garden. Nick's my eldest son. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought camping. it was a type of campfire. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nick's very, very keen on camping. Oh, right. And usually at least once, if not twice in the summer, yes. we'll meet up at the Secret Garden yes. and we'll have a big family get-together. Okay. All yes. the families, yes. uh, all yeah. our immediate children yes. yeah. and their children. Yeah. I mean, there's quite a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> and they've only got the one means of cooking. That's yes. Going back to what he was saying in here. Yes. I was just reading on while you were chatting there. Where did the, he's harking back in the book to the opening paragraphs. Where did the Christians in Carthage learn patience? Where did they form the habit of deferring to one another? Where did they practice the art of showing mercy and hospitality? At the Lord's table, yes. as they sat and That's ate. So powerful that. Yeah. Be yeah. Uh, because the whole essence of that is we're remembering the grace that has come to us through Jesus yeah. Christ, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And um, having received grace, then there needs to be the overflow. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I think we're going to emphasize it quite a bit but sharing that meal with people who are different from ourselves but united in the the love and the the, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ mm. it's it might be true of other churches it's what I like about the, the fellowship the in our churches we are so diverse yeah we if it wasn't for Jesus we wouldn't have ever come together I still see myself as a relative newcomer, only three years in. I know you have all been around for many, many years, but I'm still impressed by the way the church does act together right. and give for each other. Yeah. And that's the example that you give. Uh -huh. And being yeah. new, I can see that example that may not be so obvious to no, you. No, no. C can I just throw in uh, an example of my uh, a meal that, uh, well, there were, there were two, I won't t take it long, but uh, certainly when Becky Franick and I went to Armenia um, and we saw a level of poverty I'd never witnessed before but we were invited to uh, one of the church leaders houses and we, we knew they were poor um, comparatively their flat was well furnished uh, um, but it, compared to our standards they were poor and the food that they put on it must have been a month's supply of food the table was laden because we were the honoured guests, mm. and it, that was humbling. But even more so, when I went to China, um, I went right into China and had a, an interpreter with me, 
and I, I met the leader of uh, an underground church there and we shared a meal and because I was a Western uh, a church leader from Western he were, he he felt honored to be in my presence but I the tables were totally turned he was a young uh, pastor and uh, his house was repeatedly raided by the police he had been imprisoned because of his work in the church and as we were sitting in the restaurant and eating uh, he said we are being watched and you're in that environment sitting mm. down having this meal with this man you think humbling on several oh, levels i would think oh yeah yeah it wasn't a feast you know the, the no, food no. wasn't that good but <laughs> But actually, the well, then it really was about the company. It really was about the company. Yeah. Yes, yes, and and you learn so much just just being there together. Yeah. Yes, and, and this is why it's repeated through the book, and why the essence of the title of the book, "Giving and the Bread on the Front," is there. Yes. You know, Glenn emphasises over and over and again yes. how important it is meeting yes. and, and and yes. meeting in each other's houses, and we do that in this fellowship. Yes, yes. Very much um, so. And we do call it communion, don't we? Well, communion. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a communion, there's a community yeah. created in this broken bread and this shared cup yeah. uh, that we're, we're all part of this together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, can I talk about learning patience? I, 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 again, I was impressed by. Uh, something um, Glenn has said in this that the not just in tolerating uh, or uh, that tolerance is not right but accepting people outside and being brought into the fellowship um, and learning patience as you <laughs> learn to build lives together uh, but he was talking about Christians exercising patience in so many other ways like in in sexual ethics that uh, yeah. sex outside marriage compared to the culture that was prominent at the time actually we're going to we're, we're going to practice patience mm -hmm. um, not retaliating when you're insulted we'll practice yeah. patience um, learning contentment so not this striving for more and more and more. Godliness with contentment is great mm. gain. Just that it, it, it isn't just in accepting other people, but there's a patience which permeates in yeah. so many areas of life. But, uh, no, but it starts. So. It starts in this. We received grace, so we'll mm. we'll live by grace. Yeah. 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 Well, how are you doing? How, how are we doing for time? Um, Verity's giving us the, the thumb. Shall we, shall we just look at... Uh, go on, well, what do you I, want to do, Alan? I, I, we can stick with this just for the minute. Okay, go on. And, and yeah. talking about patience, mm -hmm. we don't always have to finish things. Um, one or two people probably in the fellowship know that one of my hobbies is railway modelling. And I took Dave Nerney around to see my railway the other day. Right. And he said to me, Alan, when are you going to finish it? <laughs> and I said, well, hopefully, <laughs> I'm never going to finish it. Right because I enjoy the process of building it. Right. And this, but this is, goes on to there, because mm. we don't always want to finish something. Mm. In fact, Christian life is In, a, a constant. Absolutely. It's not going to finish. Yeah, no, but we, no. Can, so we need supreme patience. Yes, yes, abso yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um. There is a question on, on, the, um, on, on the question sheet. Um, we've done the one about, uh, put the question about the meal. But there's another one about hospitality. Yes. And we're going to be talking about hospitality in the second session. Yeah. So perhaps pe people might like to think 
and what is the most amazing hospitality you've experienced yes. when you've been the recipient of hospitality? Yes. Be interesting to see what people could bring on that. Yes, yeah. Um, God, that's just sparked a whole. <laughs> so, shall, shall, shall we do the song and the, uh, okay. and, and, the yep. and the notices? Uh, um, we've got quite a bit more to say, uh, and we might even go off, I off script. We might do. I think we've reached a, a natural break yeah, point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Uh, the song. Um, more of a Christmas song, I suppose it's very appropriate since we're talking about uh, meals and feasts. Um, and people are, are uh, Maddie says she thinks of past Christmases when family get together, and <clears throat> obviously, we're aware not everybody uh, is able to meet with a family or their family, but when we are, uh, it, it, it's a really joyous occasion and just a large family getting together for a meal is. It, uh, that's pleasure in itself. Um, Andy comments that um, when I was talking about meals in Armenia, Andy is saying that uh, when they took humanitarian aid to Minsk, that's some years ago now, Andy, but you had the same experience. Uh, we had a feast when we were welcomed into people's homes and we were taking uh, food and clothes and um, items over because uh, they, they were in great need but uh, yeah the hospitality um, <clears throat> were very good there um, uh, from the McCleary household not sure if it's Matt or Verity um, when at Kevin Lee the time when we all got together in the day uh, was around the evening meal it's a time for coming together and people be out doing their own events during the day but in the evening a shared meal together uh, Maddie again talks about uh, being at home very little money compared to the neighbours, but meals um, being provided. Uh, again, McCleary, our family in South Africa were so kind and hospitable, we stayed with them for three weeks. Now, if you know the appetite of the McCleary's, that's quite, a, quite an undertaking. They cooked our meals, refused offers to help uh, with that or cleaning. It was such a relaxing holiday. They must have been exhausted by the time we left. Yes, and we're a bit poorer, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie says uh, she and her friend were invited for a meal by some people in Singapore in 1975 uh, on a, on a three-month orientation course before going to different parts of East, A East Asia. My first real cross-cultural experience. They were welcoming and had a whole fish with its eyes, which we all ate using our chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, well, even in Wisbech, we've experienced meals in different cultures and just learning the etiquette and, <laughs> and sometimes the diet is, is quite, yeah, uh, sure quite a challenge right. at times. Um, <clears throat> Joan says, uh, again, when our water tank burst on the day we moved into a police house, two families from our church scooped up our children, took them to their homes, uh, and this was late in the evening. It yes, was late in the evening, yeah. 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 Turned on the heating and the previous occupant hadn't bothered to blank off the pipes <laughs> and we had to get the plumber out, emergency plumber out, and it was, a, it was the day we'd moved in. Oh, goodness me. So yeah. for one another. For uh, one another. For one another. Yeah. And there's a story in the book about... The, the, uh, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's quite a lengthy story. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to praise it. But it's about a young... Um, uh, homeless pregnant young woman who was taken in by one of the pastors of the church fellowship and over a, quite a period of time they embraced this woman and took her in she had children 
Not and without so its challenges. Not without its challenges. There was right. a man involved, of course, the, the father of the children, who yeah. drifted in and out of the woman's life and uh, was unreliable, to mm -hmm. say the very least. And what Glenn says here in his book, in terms of these, we need to be a compassionate people. Um, would we be, are we an inward facing community or are we a community that lean, lend, uh, that leans out yeah. to extend our hands outward? And he said, it talks about his own faith. My own faith acts on courage and compassion over clarity and certainty. It's a kind of, that's worthy in his book. But it, the, 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 the story goes on uh, in terms of the woman. She is challenged much later on, several years on, by uh, Glenn at a point where the children are being baptised. And she shares that she's an absolute stable, she's got a job, she's in good housing, she's clean and sober. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, the church has been everything to us. And when it, this is when it hit him, Glenn. This is what it means to be part of the family of God. We were undeserving and yet have been welcomed to the feast. And we who have been given a seat at the table of the Lord can prepare a table for others as Jesus did as well. Yeah. So you, you mentioned there are times in our fellowship, yes. Clive. Yes. And you know the stories better than I do, so okay. I'll leave you. Where the hospitality is... Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to say that um, we, we haven't conferred over the week before we thought, but the things that you've highlighted, exactly... The, the, mirror what you've the, highlighted. That, that we have been given a seat at the table. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that was one of the key lines for me in that. Mm. Um, and it is inviting people, and um, I'll just—I can only talk of, of our own experience within the King's Church in Wisbech. And in those days, we were called Wisbech Christian Fellowship because every new church was called a Christian Fellowship. Um, we were Wisbech Christian Fellowship, and we were aware that within the town uh, there were sometimes young single Christian people who were looking for a home. But sometimes that there were local people coming into the town, not even necessarily Christian, uh, who were sleeping on friends' sofas or sleeping in tents, uh, living quite a nomadic experience. And there were quite a number of families who uh, very generally opened up their home and took in, it, it, it was single people, um, mm. and just made them part of the family. Um, my wife and I, we did that. We've had quite a number of people live with us, um, but we weren't unique in that. There were other families within the church, and we weren't a large church. We're, you know, only uh, a handful of families, but people would take in these these individuals just as an expression of the the love yeah. of God and the kingdom of God. Uh, and it was out of that. Um, seeing the need of it that the it, it, it was part of the impetus for the start of the ferry project. I was wondering just exactly that was it part of the precursor yes, to right. the ferry project yes. coming into being. So we're doing this ad hoc mm. you know and that was the acorn that, that led to the, the oak tree. Absolutely that was <laughs> a, like. uh, and now uh, if you don't know about the ferry project you can find it at their website now but it, it, within the town here it's a well, it's the main provider of uh, emergency and long-term homeless for homeless yeah. people. Yeah. And started by the church. Yes, started by the church. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But to say, for all of us, when we uh, when we opened up our homes, just as the story in the book, 
Uh, it's what Jesus says, uh, somebody doesn't set out to build a castle without counting the cost first. And um, you have to be aware there is a, there is a cost. Yeah. I don't mean financial terms, but patience, well, long-suffering. Uh, absolutely. You know. Uh, we, we encapsulate that in the, in the last paragraph of this section of the chapter. Fiona's journey was not a continual upward trajectory towards a stable life. There have been many ups and downs. Yes. And despite our best efforts, people were hurt and yes. messes were made along the way. Yes. Yet God took our plain old offering, the bread, yes. of being the church and blessed it and broke it and gave it. And gave it for Fiona and her children and for other relatives as well. Yes. Table hospitality mm -hmm. became a healing inclusivity yes. for her and her family. Yes, yes. And then yes. he's rounded out that chapter in that way, that hospitality. Yes, yes. Uh, absolutely, yes. Um, there's uh, just as we're talking here um, I, it would be right to, to mention names but I, I rem I'm just aware there are national uh, there are Christian leaders on the national stage and and I know they've done similar things as well there's, there's one who uh, has, has taken in um, some people with disabilities or learning disabilities and really for years and years and years, they've remained part of their family. Mm. And th th that's his phrase, are we an inward-looking church? Or actually, are we... I don't think we're an inward-looking no, church at no, all. No, no, that, but that's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, and if you're, if you're listening in another part of the country, then it's your community, but we know within Wisbech there are many challenges. Um, and it, it is this... <laughs> I was saying to Alan earlier that in our church when we have communion um, we have an open table uh, we do briefly explain what it is about uh, but we're not a closed fellowship that you know this is sacrosanct uh, we've had a lovely example recently of somebody just coming into the church and staying for communion and for them it was so significant and so helpful uh, so we don't have a, a closed table and I think that's that, that's spilling over into how we express life. Yeah, I imagine that person came along, looked at the mystique yes. of communion and thought, it's not for me, I'm not deserving, yes. by yeah. opening them up and welcoming them. Yes. They yes. went away with a different yes. attitude. Yes. Well, I was talking to Keith, uh, one of our church leaders, about this, uh, because in some communities, they, they, Christian communities, they talk about you've got to examine yourself that you're in a right place to take this. And Keith's response is, oh, I do that. And the answer is, I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are worthy, so we can no, examine ourselves. We're not worthy, but yeah. we're invited in. Mm. That's uh, it, it's again Jesus uh, eating with tax collector. It's Jesus sharing the bread, well, wanting to share the bread with Judas, still appealing to him. Yeah. You know, uh, there is because Jesus knew from the first who it was who was going to betray him, and he's reaching out to his quote quote enemy. Yeah, um, you know, love your enemies. You can you can be you know. Yeah, yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm just marvelling at this book. I remember when I picked it up first and saw the title and saw on the, on the opening page that loaf of bread. I thought, how are you going to make a whole book out of a <laughs> loaf of bread? But the more I read it, yes. the more I'm amazed by how you keep returning to the same theme yes. and how important mm -hmm. being around a table yes. and being with people is. Yes, yes. 
Uh-huh. Yes, uh, and uh, it was Verity and Fiona last week talking about the, the crumbs. That yes, it, they it were. might seem yeah. just as crumbs, and so it, it's bread. <laughs> but actually, yes, the, the, the impact of that, the significance of it, what we're actually saying, um, I'm, I'm not quite sure of the biblical exposition of it, but um, certainly for me it's got uh, meaning when uh, in the breaking of bread that we, we, become, we discern the body of Christ. Now I'm sure it's talking about Jesus, but actually mm-hmm. we're his body as well. So in the breaking of bread, we're discerning this body which is an expression of his body, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, um, hmm. So we're to think we're about. just talking. <laughs> what you said to me the other day, what we're going to talk about, and I said, well, let's see how it goes. And <laughs> Absolutely. Any other uh, comments coming up? Oh, um, uh, yeah, well, Maddie's got a story about eating with chopsticks. But that, that's, that's a cultural <laughs> challenge is there. Um, Shall we talk about this, uh, Give. this, this giving? Yeah. Give, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just an interesting comment. I was talking about this the other day with Joan. I thought it would be interesting to look up the dictionary definition of the word give. Now, when you look at a dictionary, most definitions are only a line or two long about the word you've looked up. If you look up the word give in the dictionary, it goes on for about a page and a half. Really? There's a phenomenal amount. To giving okay it's right. not as straightforward as it seems no no but i also wanted to talk about giving here because it's christmas time and a lot of people particularly people who are from a non-christian background think of christmas as being particularly on the christmas day the yeah. giving yeah. of gifts um is it about giving in that sense mm-hmm. here we're talking about christian giving and glenn mentions in the book that he comes from a far eastern background mm-hmm. and he was brought up in a culture where if you were given something there was an expectation you returned the gift you reciprocated yes. uh-huh. is yes. that necessary well i i, I found that a, a, a well a new concept to me um i'm, I'm aware of different cultures uh the hospitality and the etiquette that takes place in there um but i, I was saying to alan earlier that i, I might disagree here a bit <laughs> um now i might be misreading it um but I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't advocate as a principle that if we're given something, then we have to return something to that same person. Mm. Um, I, I, I think, because uh, as the psalmist says, our cup overflows. We've been given so much, we do need to be giving. But it might be be giving in a different direction, yeah. rather than to. But the, I, I understand the point he's making that it isn't about the value of the gift no it's about it, the value of the, of, of the of person the, yes right yes I, and, I understand that uh, and the person in returning a gift yes. is actually saying your yeah. gift is important well, to me yes therefore i'm going to give you something back yes and doesn't necessarily have to be of equal value no 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 it's the, it's the giving that matters it, it, it is the giving yes not mm. the not the gift and we, we in a slightly different context we're talking about giving here at christmas mm-hmm. we're both granddads yes we'll be giving presents to grandchildren some of whom are too young to reciprocate yes quite but the reciprocation actually comes in the yeah. love and the joy as they open yes the presents yes that's right yes yes because um, when i when i was uh reading that and, and if you read the chapter yourself you'll come to your own conclusion um let me quote the bible Where, where's my Just bible <laughs> um 
Are you going to Matthew where he says, freely you received, well, I, freely give? That's a good one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Luke first. Okay. Because um, the teaching of Jesus on, on giving, particularly around meals, uh, in Luke 14 uh, and, and verse 12, um, Jesus has had a, uh, been at a, a, a prominent Pharisee. Um, it, he, he, uh, they're eating... Um, then verse 12 Jesus said to his host when you give a luncheon or dinner do not do not invite your friends your brothers or relatives or your rich neighbors if you do they may invite you back and so you will be repaid so that's this reciprocal expression so okay I've received and I've given it it's you know it's balanced out but Jesus says when you give a banquet invite the poor the crippled the lame the blind and you will be blessed although they cannot repay you you will be repaid at the right resurrection of the righteous mm. and i just found that and it, to to put that alongside what he was saying there i thought mm, that's well, <coughs> that's it teaching i understand bearing in mind what i just said about the dictionary <laughs> definition of give and the enormity of it okay yeah. very great there's yeah. more than one context yes mm -hmm. yeah but that that verse in excuse matthew me. i'm gonna have to take a break. oh you, you, you yeah. <laughs> 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 we came with a sore throat not you freely you freely you received freely give and i, and I think when somebody gives a gift it's not just that they're giving a gift. They're actually saying to the person they're giving it to, you mean something to me. Yes. Otherwise, why would you give them a gift? Quite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. <coughs> and and the, it comes from that well-known John 3.16. For God so loved the world yes. yeah. that, that he gave. That's mentioned in here somewhere. I yes. can't remember where it is now. Absolutely, it's the supreme example of yes. giving, isn't it? A absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure, well... The emotions of God must be involved in that, but the primary motivation was his will, that his decision, I am going to do this. Um, and so that, that understanding that love doesn't depend on how I feel, it depends on what I've decided to do, that mm. I will, uh, you know, uh, I will love. It's a decision, yeah. even though... that. Uh, uh, it's, it's an old example, but it might be new to some of you, but um, the, the story of Corrie ten Boom, where most of her family were killed in the concentration camps. And years later, at a Christian meeting, she recognised one of the guards who had been at that concentration camp, but he had now become a Christian. Mm. And he went up to uh, Corrie ten Boom and offered, her, offered his hand to shake her hand. And she absolutely froze. So here is a man who was part of the death of my family. And she had to call on the, the grace of God. And as she just looked to God for help, she found that she could reach out his hand, uh, her hand and shake his hand. And, mm, not know, easy. It, it, it's sacrificial. Absolutely. Love is. Yeah. It, God so loved, it's sacrificial yeah. love. Yeah. But yeah. actually... That is the agape love. That is yeah. that is agape love. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, the, the the old phrase to, to to give and not to ask for any reward. That's Say right, that we know right. yeah. you, we do your will. You know, mm. um, because in giving it it may not be appreciated. People may not know the value of it of what you've done. They may not. They don't it, know what it, you've it gone through. 
Give the gift. It will be true for people, uh, I'm not making a judgment, I'm just make, making a statement here, but people, some people who have benefited from the, uh, from the ferry project will not value what they have actually given. received. They think there's an expectation of something. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. I'm sure of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I'm just thinking personally of my daughter, uh, her children have reached the age, some of them but not yet, where she now makes them understand that you, they have actually got to give right. Christmas gifts as well. Oh, right, yes. They, uh, it's not just a one-way process. Hey, I like this idea. I've got, I've got six grandchildren. I'm sort of start teaching them. Going back to the book, are we all right? Yeah, yeah of Glenn's talking about here, the care of the poor was a way to return God's blessings. Yes. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, mm -hmm. and he will repay him for his deed. The Proverbs has come from there. Uh, at the heart of the gospel is grace, a gift that provokes giving, and God is gracious. Yes, yes. He, he gives good gifts, even to those who do not deserve it. And those who receive God's gifts are to return them upward in praise and outward in service. Yes. Back to what we were talking about at the mm -hmm. beginning of the, yes. of the session, where, where our giving in the fellowship is of a different sort. Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I was just looking at the last paragraph of this chapter, where it, it says... Uh, I've got a whole of it marked up. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well, you've underlined the same bit as... <laughs> there we are. We're on the same so plane now. The, the Christians in Carthage. That, that, uh, yeah. Um, the Christians in Carthage... Um, uh, they, they knew they had no real choice as followers of Jesus but to welcome back into the community repentant Christians because under the persecution some Christians had signed documents saying you know we renounce our faith we've offered sacrifices to the gods or whatever um, and then they repent and they come back um, they knew they had they had no choice as followers of Jesus but to welcome back into the community repentant Christians and then, uh, just reading that, um, uh, the, the letter to um, Philemon, actually welcome him back, the runaway mm. slave, yeah. he deserted you, he's become a Christian, I'm sending him back, I want you now to welcome him as a brother. Mm. And, you know, that, that's... Uh, that, that's we touched on the prodigal son, didn't we, in a couple, the, a couple of weeks back uh, as well. Absolutely. Same thing. Ab absolutely, yes. Yeah. And, and, it, it's what, what Jesus said to his disciples. They will know you're my disciples in the fact that you love one another. And it isn't, it, it isn't just this, uh, well, I like you because you, you know, I do train sets, he does train sets. We're, we're friends because we do train sets. Mm. Uh, I don't do train sets, but, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but the, it, it's the, uh, the mark of Christians is, is this agape love. Yeah. Which. But, isn't about me, it's about God and... and yeah, and well again here, Glenn in the book, the paragraph before the end one. Okay. Uh, God's grace is given to the unworthy. No one is fit to receive what God has lavished on us. Second, God's grace is meant to generate reciprocity in a wider circle, benefiting even those who are outside. Grace begets grace, giving begets giving, or as Jesus said, freely you received, freely give. Yes. There's some comments here. Can I? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. They're coming in, aren't they? Oh, there's loads. Um, uh, yeah, Maddie makes the, the comment, which is worth reflecting on. It, 
It's difficult eating supper alone. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, yes. Uh, I must admit, when I was single, I, I absolutely hated it. I hated living by myself. And um, God has it, it set people in families. Uh, to the level we, we can, um, we do try to operate as the family of God within the church. Um, I, I was going to comment, it, it, people say in um, the, the account in Acts they had all things in common. Um, actually that model didn't persist. <laughs> um, and I know there have been Christian communities where there has been community living, commune, and people have shared everything. Hmm. I don't see it as a, as a current biblical model. Uh, we actually do have our own homes, we do have our own families, but, but we embrace we as, as many a, people as we can. Live as a community, but yeah. not as a community. That's it, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's a very pertinent point, Maddie. It's difficult eating supper alone. Uh, Maggie says, in Japanese culture, it is usually expected that you would return something if you were given a gift. That's what you saying yeah. in the book there. It was hard for missionaries because we didn't have the money to reciprocate properly. Hmm. That's an interesting uh, cultural issue. Uh, Maggie again, the old saying, what goes around comes around, maybe about helping out others and being hospitable, etc. Then other people pass it on to, you, to, to yet others rather than reciprocate to the one who helped them. Yes, and I, 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 well, we had an example years ago when, when we literally had no money. We went to a church and the uh, car tax was due and we ran out of bank. We had no money, we had no income. And we went to a church and the lady came up to Fiona and said, I don't know why, but somebody has given me this envelope, but I feel I should give it to you. And so she'd been given it, but I don't know what to do with it. Gave it to her and it was exactly the money we needed for the car tax. <laughs> and we were strangers in that church. We were, we were just passing through. Um, so yeah, um, I, I think that... People are generous to us, uh, it gets passed on in, in other ways. Yeah, mm. uh, Matt, giving also echoes what was said earlier about serving others yeah. and not being in something just for what you can get from it. Definitely, which yeah. is what the, again what Fiona yeah, and, and, yes. and Verity were saying last week. It is more and blessed to give than to yeah. receive. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Yep, uh, Maddie's appreciating people going out of their way to give her lifts to hospital and things like that. That's good. Uh, Matt again, there's loads of comments tonight. Accepting a gift can be hard. Yes, <laughs> that's another point, isn't it? Well, on giving. If we think we haven't deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned that if someone wants to give a gift, I should receive it because the giver is blessed. I don't want to deny someone else from getting a blessing. Mm. I, if you remember the Queen's Jubilee and the scene with Paddington, um, and Paddington over the tea party says thank you to the Queen for all her years of service. And the reply the Queen gives, I know it was scripted, but it's, it's very good. She, when given a compliment, when given, she simply said, that's very kind of you. <laughs> and so you're receiving it and appreciating yeah. it. Yeah. 
Well, when you give something, you want you want to express something with the giver. You've given it for a reason. Yes, yes, definitely, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Any other comments? No, that that that's that's all I can see at the moment. Yes. No. Well, I, the only thing I can think of to say, well, you've already read the last chapter. Oh, sorry. Did you read it? <laughs> uh, there is a comment right at the very, the very no, last. No, I didn't get to the end. I stopped. Uh, yeah. Uh, the graces were we, they would show a kind of mercy to their enemies. They were talking about the people in Carthage. Yeah. Grace is to produce more grace. The generosity of God is meant to form a generous community. The great gift of God makes... It makes us a given people. Yes, yes. And, and I think if we can just f finish with Christmas for a moment, yeah. Joan just reminded me before we came out that at Christmas, God gave us the greatest gift of all, Jesus. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. A gift beyond words yeah. is what it says. An inexpressible gift. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And, and we follow on from that. We follow on from that. <sighs> well... We've enjoyed the conversation. I certainly have. <laughs> Thank you, Clive. <laughs> hope that, hope that uh, you have as well. Um, there, there are two more uh, sessions coming uh, fr from this book, Blessed, Broken, Given. Um, and, and then we'll virtually be at Christmas. Um, so, thank you, Alan. For well, thank you, Clive, for inviting me. Well, I, th I think Verity put us on the list together. So... <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we'll, perhaps we'll pray, and then um, okay. th 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 particularly uh, we're in the season of Advent, yeah. Hmm. Uh, we've heard the song, Emmanuel, yeah. And we do thank you, Lord Jesus, that you who were rich became poor so that we could become rich. You who had everything, all authority and all power, the, uh, all wisdom and understanding, uh, you laid it all aside for your love for a fallen world which included us. And you didn't hold back anything but you gave the full measure, the full extent of yourself. It's, as it says when you were with the disciples, having, having loved your own to the end. Oh Father, we just pause in this moment and say that our lives are so rich, so blessed because of all that you've poured into our lives. Things that we couldn't have dreamt of, things that we don't deserve. That, as Keith has said, we're not worthy of anything. But you've blessed us and our cups really do overflow with the fullness of your blessing. And Lord, individually and as a community of believers, we want to uh, allow that to spill over into the, into the lives of all the people that we meet. And we pray that your love uh, through us and in us will be a transforming power in this community. And that all who... Uh, become part, who, who connect with us, will find the transforming grace of the Lord Jesus Christ sufficient for them as well. So we bless you. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, being the pioneer of uh, this faith that, that you've shown us how to live and you just call us to walk the way that you walked. 
and we pray the power of the Holy Spirit to enable us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Ah, good night to you. Good night. Good night. Uh,